Yo. What's going on? It's Natavis Harris, better known as Tay Harris, the one your girl want to marry. It, look, you what, keep doing that line. You know that what? line is trash. All right, bro. all right. Ben, I, I can't use like it anymore anyway. I can't you use it anymore. <laughs> I'm have, engaged now. Exactly. It's different now. I can't use that. I can't use it. I can't use it. It's different. So right. just in case you people don't know, uh, I actually got engaged on May 25th, 2018. It's real now, man. I'm not gonna lie. You said that like you were trying to read that out. I got engaged. <laughs> like just sound like it out. Like the bouncing ball. <laughs> the bouncing ball. Yeah, the bouncing ball. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, no, man. But life is different now, though. I can honestly say that, you know. So uh, it's like the way I go about life mm-hmm. is different. Like people thought life was different when they get into a relationship. Man, it's another level to this, right? Yeah, and also, and how is life? Life is different because also. Uh, guys, guys, guess you are wondering who the the central voice is in the background. This is a oh, Mr. Justin Brown, personal trainer extraordinaire, also known as JB, the oh, one you want to be. But anyway, hey, we just out here living life, Come living my best on. life. <laughs> JB and Al's, all right. No, but yeah, so life is different. Life is different, yeah. and um, I think that uh, the healthiest thing for me to do now is to work out. What? <laughs> That's dead. I would not participate in one of your workouts. Hey, listen, just in case y'all don't know, Justin, when he works out, he tries to kill people. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That, that is a hot take. Well, when he trains people, he tries to kill people. I'm telling you. It's, it's true. It's not not true, but it's not it's true. actually either. It's true. Mark. Listen, we all out here trying to survive, man. I refuse to be a part of your workout. I'd rather go diet and starve myself for the next two or three days and lose a couple of pounds oh then be God. a part of Jess's workout. <laughs> um, He's okay. trying to burn fat that you don't even know exists. That is actually really funny. <laughs> but, okay, but back to, like I said, being healthy and like what, what's healthy for your life now. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Back to that. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm just in this place where it's like healthy environments. That's, that's, that's kind of oh, the point yeah. I was trying to go with. Yeah, yeah I, I just need to make sure I'm in healthier environments. So the weird part is when you do get engaged, especially, you know, I guess when you're younger, a lot of people around you are not engaged. And so now you're in a lot of non-engaged environments, if that makes sense, right? And so yeah. uh, that's that's tough sometimes, man. Like, you know, everybody can't relate to you. You can't expect for everybody to protect your relationship just as much as you will want to protect your relationship. You know what I'm saying? I mean, but to your point, like I said, you're engaged. I'm out here single. Live my best life of sorts. I'm gonna just keep that at that. Hey, hit the hotline. You know, if we, we don't have a, we don't have a we don't have a number. Like I wish we had a number. We can call people can call in. I mean, and they try to hit us, it. They can just text us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so text Justin. You know, what I'm saying my boys out here single. <laughs> I need some more engaged friends. And to the point, though, sis. But to the point, though, as you get older of age, let's say 25 and older, or even 27 older, come 27 years old. You get in that crowd where everybody, you know, having kids or they have kids already. Right. Like, that's a real thing. People, like, the, the collegiate experience is fun, 18 to 22 or even 23. It's, it's outstanding, but, but that, that little two, three-year threshold afterwards, it, it's, it's real. It's, it's, it's real. But you know what? That was a good point, though. That's the best way I can explain, the, you know, the transition. Mm-hmm. You know, like, when you start to get to that age where more people start having kids. Yeah. The difference is when you have that child, it's harder for them to be able to relate to people without child or without children. You that, know what I'm that's saying? That's true because I have a, a lot of great friends. Matter of fact, one of my best friends here in Savannah, he recently had a kid maybe two, three months ago. I'm sorry, his wife had a kid rather, or they right. had a child. Right. And we sang all the time. That, that oh, we're talking about my boy. Yeah. I know. It's like, yeah. We can't, we're not going to say the name. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. No, gotcha. But, um, but like, we. Have a good time, just hanging out, playing baseball, whatever. But that has definitely declined a, l- a little bit. We still right, hang out. right. Fact, we're hanging out this Saturday, but that's neither here nor there. But but to that point, though, we definitely hang out less. Right, because so, it's, yeah. it's it's different now. Priorities mm-hmm. are different. So not only is he married, but he also has a kid, and yeah. you know it, all of that stuff changed. You know what I'm saying? And so now I'm in this place where I start to see more people change. You know, and uh, and it's not. I don't think I necessarily changed, but and I try my best not to change. But sometimes people just change on you just because your circumstances are different. They can't relate to it. So uh, I don't know, man. It, it's it's tough sometimes, mm-hmm. but man, I'm I'm as happy as I ever. As I've ever been, you know, I'm, I'm um, in a good good spot. You would know? you say, um, as the prophet Little Duval said in the song, "Are you living your best life?" Man, I'm I'm living something like that, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm living something like I, that. I, people, I tried. 
That was a really good line. I tried. He wouldn't answer the question. But hey, yeah. either, see, see the hand on there. Yeah, but you know, here's the thing I had to I had to struggle with though. This is a true story. Yeah. So story time. I had to get to a place mm-hmm. in my life where I realized that Okay, well let's back it up. Let's let's get to the first point about, you okay. know, how in the world did I get engaged? I think the first I, I've actually never asked you that question because I, I, I'm one of the people out there in the uh in the listening world here. If you don't, if y'all don't know, I've known Tay for three, four years ish. Absolutely, I'm gonna say for sure three years. Absolutely, and I was one of the first individuals to know some information right about the situation. Absolutely, I'll leave it at that. Absolutely, and so I'll let you continue the story from there. Yeah. So the reason why I got engaged was because I finally got to a place where I found somebody I was scared to lose. First of all, that sounds like the hardest line in the world if you were single. It. Right, right. Well, I said, if, <laughs> if I was single, <laughs> but since you're not, that's that's very that's a true statement. So, and that's real. Right. It, it's it's a real deal statement. I finally got somebody. Um, finally put myself in a situation where I was scared to lose somebody, and so like you know, a lot of things that I'm going through now is I realized that it would I would have potentially lost her mm-hmm. if I did not you know potentially take our relationship to the next level and yeah uh, and it's not the fact that she threatened me or anything like that now I'm not like, I'm not I'm not calling that out to the world I was like what yeah but I definitely was more so in a spot where it's like you know we had you know we, we was rocking with each other for a long time and so I had to do what was what I knew for a fact was deemed necessary you know for somebody that I truly cared about mm-hmm. and I know for a fact that she deserved it you know and um I wonder I want her to know that you know I'm scared to lose you you know she's definitely a central part of my life I'm not going to lie you went in so many points right now just in life but for people who want to hear this people who are just recording right now you're earning so many points in life right now. I oh might, my god! I might as well. I might as well. I hope she hears this. You know what I'm saying? She will. Most definitely. She will. Most definitely. But but you know, and, and here's this thing too. Like so, there's this phase in life that I believe that we all go through. And of course, this podcast is elephant in the room. Just just in case you guys don't know what's well, called elephant, but the elephant it stands for elephant in the room. Just in case you guys don't get it when you see it. Yeah. But yeah. But so when we start talking about the elephant in the room, the reality that I had to run into, mm. and I'm pretty sure we all run into it. So we can just. We find a place that we can kind of come to a commonality right now. Yeah. But when we start to get into a relationship with someone, true, we start to see all the people that don't even want to give us a shot. Oh man! Oh, I felt that. I felt oh that. man! I felt that, yo, <laughs> yo, I really like felt that. It's different, bro. It's different. Like right. it's almost like you got this little sense of resentment now. Like, dang. So you know, you yeah, want yeah. you want to come my way now? No. Shawty swing my way Show look good to me Now would you please swing my way hey, Oh, ooh, that, that duet swing was hard way. But true facts though Yeah so, But it, yeah, man, my line started ringing You know what I'm saying? After I made that decision And it's like all of a sudden people come out the woodwork It's like, yeah. you know, oh my gosh You know, I didn't know that was you in the video Just in case you guys didn't know the video went Viral and it kind of caught me off guard as well. It caught you off guard. I was, I think, either playing baseball or doing something because that was on that Saturday. Saturday. Yep. And I, I was, I think, I was at work or something. Okay, okay, cool. See the video because, I, like I said, I knew about it, but unfortunately, I couldn't get there because I had to go to my mom's birthday party at the same day. So, shout out to moms. Yeah, you know, shout out to mom. But the fun thing about it was, you know, okay, cool. You know, and it's gonna engage. You no. Know, you know, propose all that good stuff. X one Z. Absolutely. Everything was set up. So you kind of give me a give me background Absolutely. few days before. Actually, probably been like a week before. Absolutely. That, uh, whenever it was, you told me what you told me though. Absolutely. And with that being said, so I, you know, I check Instagram like everybody does, just for videos or whatever the the hell it might be. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I'm like, that's, that's Tay. I'm like, okay, wait. I was like, oh, that's cool because when the vi- when the video was initially posted on social media on Instagram, I see a few thousand. Okay, that's really impressive for anybody. Right. And then the <laughs> next day, like a few hours later, I'm like, okay. I see fifty thousand. I'm like, all right, that's, that's <laughs> something. And then, sure enough, the next day, I'm like, is that three hundred thousand? I'm right. like, oh my god, this is real. Yeah, and it eventually hit a million. So it was like, yes, whoa, it you know. So it, it caught me off guard. It caught me off guard. Caught but, you off guard. But no, yeah. So of course, it's just like a lot of people. I remember it was one comment. I think it's still. Well, mm. should I put this person on blast? I don't, don't put the person on blast. Just just say the general context of it. So basically, a general context is 
somebody caught wind of, um, you know, I guess they finally visited my page for the first time or whatever it was, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, as they was going through my page, they started to, you know, see pictures of me or whatnot, and and a person decided to want to comment, you know, uh, and um, in, in a certain way, whether it was DM or up under the picture, I'm just trying to keep it relatively open. That way, nobody right. goes to my page and try to look and see, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. And basically, they made a statement about it and um, about the picture, saying like, "Oh my gosh, I didn't even know that was you." And it was a picture I think I looked fairly nice in, you know. Okay. You know. And so I'm just like, nah. And and also just for a clarification, as you before you um, continue your story. If those who do not know Natavius in general, he's a very snappy dresser. Matter of fact, he has a suit on right now. <laughs> like from his days back at Savannah State as Man. the SGA president, just being involved in school activities. He's always been, honestly, I, I can say this as, as a friend, hey, he's man, always I, been a really good dresser. Hey, man, I appreciate it. And I appreciate so, it, you know. So with that being said, continue on with your with the context. But yeah, so the girl, you know, she's she's saying whatever she's saying. And um, I never commented back, guys. I didn't. I'm engaged. I'm engaged, right? You know, you keep saying it out loud, you know, let make sure the world knows, right? Oh, facts. Not the fact, you know, excuse the fact that a million people do. But uh, <laughs> at the end of the day, <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, it's like you in the, um, you in this space now where it's just like, you know, a lot of people, sh- now they want to find me to be a little bit more relevant. It's like, no, don't find me relevant now. It's like, I'm yeah. good now. You know, it's, it's like. It's I'm almost good. like the Mike Jones syndrome. Back then they didn't yeah. want me. Now I'm now hot, hot and day. viral. Like, it's like, oh, oh yeah, now I'm hot and viral. Hey, like, well, so what you doing tomorrow? Like, uh, no, no, it, it, I'm engaged. It's over with. Go away. Yeah, man. I, I can't know you like that. do it. I can't do it, man. I can't do it. Have you ever been in a place personally mm-hmm. where you feel like, you know, well, I guess the best question that we got to ask, and this, this yeah. acknowledges the elephant in the room. Okay. Why do women want men or even men? I don't know if that's a man thing. That that's the first. Uh, is that a man thing where where we want a woman just because she's with somebody? I don't for, think that's for a, me personally. No. I, I, yeah, that, I, I agree. That's I agree. weird to me, honestly. I, we only two perspectives. Probably yeah. somebody else feel a different type of way. If you feel Probably. some type of way, please feel free to DM me on Instagram. My Instagram is Natavis Harris N A T A V I S H A R R I S. DM me and we can talk about it. I'll talk about your comments on the next episode. Trust me, I got you. Okay, but um, but to, but to answer your question. From a guy's perspective, if a young lady's in a relationship, honestly, from my vantage point from the age of 16 to 27 now, I've always been one to take a step back because I never want to uh, infringe or interfere, in, I'm sorry, interfere rather, with somebody's relationship because that's like hella disrespectful to, to me personally. Right. But on the other side of that, that same coin, I know guys who will just do just that. Okay, that's fair, and, th- and that's what I'm saying. <laughs> who, who, who will infringe. But why? But why? What's the elephant in the room? Why? I think for guys who are natural pursuers, as we all are, from they just don't have no limits. Is that oh, what you going? Is that what you going with, going with this? Case in point, uh, to keep relatively PG, some guys don't care. Some guys, some guys really do not care. Right. And I mean, a, I'm not the one to hate on it. I, a, do you think, Charlotte? I'm not the one to do it. But right, right, right. Live your life. But now, on the opposite end of the spectrum, where for young ladies, to, to you back to your point, since you've been engaged. And they've been kind of like blown up your social media or even your phone. Right. I think, again, I could be wrong. It's my perspective, so don't uh, attack me here. My perspective, I'll say, honestly, I think they, just, they want something that they don't have. Or they want that lifestyle for, for or they want that life for themselves, so they try to take it from somebody else. Which is petty as hell, mm. catty as hell, mm. but I understand the rationale behind it. I got a, I got a perspective on it. But... So, I believe when it comes to, in my opinion though, when Speak it comes, yes, I'm trying to be politically correct. Like they're trying to be. But I'm about <laughs> to just lay it out raw. Okay. So I think in a lot of ways, women they they try their best to make the best decision for themselves, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of ways, men we just take what we can get. No, kind of. It, it depends. It depends. It like, depends. As you're younger, that's very true. As you get older, you can. Pick and choose somewhat, somewhat, somewhat. somewhat. Yeah. But more, in most cases, women always have the determining factor. They always, they're always in a position to say yes or no, right? Yeah, actually, so, I would say a hundred percent of the time because it's their choice. 
Absolutely. Or it should be Rattler. It should it, be. It's, it, exactly. Yeah. Me Too movement going on, right? Yeah. And so... <laughs> that, that's real, though. That's All right. Easy. I went left on it. But uh, but the whole point is, like, yeah. I, I told this um, person this um, analogy before, uh, who shall remain nameless. But there was a conversation, um, and she was just talking about, you know, why do men cheat? Why do men cheat? And I was just... That's always a question that a lot of women want to know. Like, you know, why can't we trust the man and all this other stuff? But I finally got to the spot, Justin, and just being honest, all right? And so I explained to her this analogy. I said, listen, I said, we can talk about why men cheat all day long. And I said, I know some good guys in this world. First of all, I just want to say guys don't cheat. Just for uh, clarification, guys do not cheat. Absolutely. I'm going to leave it there, but go ahead. (laughs) Right. We're We're not claiming that, all right? So uh, this is this is allegedly allegedly yeah. allegedly. <laughs> All right, so allegedly, you know, the reason why yeah. guys cheat is, you know, there's a line, and I've always explained it just like this. Mm-hmm. It's almost like um, women, no, guys stand in a long line for one chick, right? Okay. Yeah. And when we stand in that line, it's almost like one guy goes by and she's just like, nope, you know, you're too short. Go to the next guy. Nope. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got you. You're too big. Nope. Uh, you're not strong enough. Nope. Mm-hmm. I like a guy even stronger. I, nope. I like a guy even taller. You got to be six feet. This, oh, you're too tall. So it's like it's almost like, you know, there's certain situations where a girl can be, you know, a little bit more selective. He doesn't have good communication skills. He doesn't have this. But it's like you're able to kind of go through the list and, you know, figure out, okay, this person is not quite giving me exactly what I'm looking for. So when you finally get to a place in your life and you find a guy that you want to hold on to, great. Good deal. Mm-hmm. But... When you find what the guy is almost like, yeah, I went through all these girls, I got all these rejections. So let's let's put let's yeah. put me into perspective, okay. or let's put Justin. That's better, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm I'm engaged, right? Okay. Okay. And so here we go. Yeah. So if we put Justin into a perspective, yeah. so Justin goes to the first girl in line, you yeah. know, and he he sees her, and we we so we kind of reversing our line right now. Okay. We just trying to put ourselves in the mind of Justin. Justin goes downtown, he tries to holler at a girl, and he's like, hey, how you doing? Mm-hmm. She says, oh my gosh, you're so corny. And then he goes to the next girl, says, "Oh my god!" And, and the girl says, "Oh my god, Justin, you're so unattractive." Then she, then you First go. Of all, she'd be lying to herself, but I digress. Oh my gosh! But then he goes, "Hey, hey, hey, we out here, baby. We out hey, listen, we out here. You might as well, you know. Hey, half the time you're not gonna get the compliment from them anyway, right? Well, you got you to say it to yourself, right? Yeah. So you keep going, and eventually you get to this girl, and she says, "Oh, you know, I want to give him a try." And as she gives yeah. you a try, there's a girl in the background or a girl on the wayside, you know, who's kind of looking at you with the mm-hmm. side eye. Looks like she's interested. Yeah. So what do you do? You don't went through a series of rejections. Yeah. You got one girl to say yes. Yeah. And there's a girl in the wayside in the corner over here mm-hmm. who looks like she's interested. What do you do with that pressure? Um. So from the first two rejections, of, you know, take it, learn from it. Just on a honest, honestly, absolutely. In that standpoint, the third individual who actually wants to give you a try, it depends on two different um, indicators. The first indicator, how much does she actually like me? Like, give me a try. It's cool. Like, I can give surfing a try. Right. I may not like it. Right. I can give um, basketball a try. I might not like it. Absolutely. Or I can be really good at it. Right. So, same thing with in a relationship or even in a dating context. She might think I'm cool. That's one thing. And, let's say, surfing might be amazing. might be cool. I might not like it. Right. So, now, for the young lady on the side, if the, if the young lady who gave me the opportunity, if she's not feeling it, then I have... The opportunity, and also I have the choice to say, "Hey, uh, hey, Shawty, what what you trying to do?" <laughs> like for because right. a lot of times the perspective of I'll say our youth or our right. our age groups, let's say let's just say eighteen to thirty in that in that realm right now. Actually, actually, let's let's clarify let's clarify that. Let's from age twenty four to thirty. So in that six year five six year gap, right? Our perspective has changed where. Some ladies don't want to pursue at all, at all, and so on. The guys, all, all it's all up to them, which is cool. But for myself, I'm I'm so laid. Back. You know, I'm laid back as hell, and I may not go out and initially. But hey, if she wants to, like, if you give me a look, so to speak, then hey, I'll say hey, how you doing, X, Y, and Z. Be as courteous as courteous as I can. But 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 to the point of the elephant in the room, so to speak. Just from a general standpoint. Yeah, if she ain't feeling, it, then hey. But but it's more so. It's, it is. it's the opportunity cost. What I'm saying is like, let's just say you uh, go, you go out with this girl because remember we we said that they have the opportunity to say yes or no. Yes. So you take this girl out on a date. Mm-hmm. She pretty much you, you you say at the end of the day, hey, I had a great time. Yeah. Which is the most typical line. 
I hate to kind of, you know, <laughs> put some shade on somebody who's using this line at this very moment. But it's the most uh, simple line. Like, I, I, had mean, a, I had a great time. You got, you know, I, I really enjoyed this. When we're going to meet again, right? So what yes. I'm saying is, there was a girl. You went through a series of rejections, right? Yes. There was a girl right there in the corner mm-hmm. who looked at you. First of all, if she, what I'm saying is, would you she, get both numbers on the same night? The answer is, if I'm actively pursuing to try to find my suitor or, or find suitors in general, then yes. But it depends on why is she in the corner in the first place because I don't want to get stabbed. Oh my god! But, I knew you was about to go left. <laughs> <laughs> but but no, seriously. But with that being said, if I have the if I'm single, well, which I am single, obviously. But if I'm out here just chilling right and i see someone who has a interest a interest in me then yeah of course right why not because i have nothing to lose in, I, in that context absolutely so yeah okay not? so at what point do you believe it's a good time to let them go and i know everybody who's listening uh, is just like oh my gosh this is the question we want to uh, know no 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 no, no, no. Jeff, okay. all right before you answer this question yes I'm glad i know you. people yeah. are very highly anticipating this yes. all right yes. i i answer it as well mm-hmm. but let's look at it from a logical standpoint let's generalize guys right now okay so For, you, wait 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 i don't want to generalize guys because i say this as a guy guys are stupid but <laughs> i say that because guys are stupid in the, in the context of we make mistakes yes but sometimes the on the very far on the worst end of the spectrum of guys they make the other good guys look, look like trash. Really, really bad. So I don't want to generalize too much, but I know what you mean. But, but, but. Yeah, we're we just talking. All right, so what we're going to try to do is generalize to, mm. to talk about the vast majority. Okay. Because the question that people want to know, I believe, mm. right? You know, we can always correct me if I'm wrong. You can yeah. always DM me at Natavis EH. Well, no, it's not Natavis EH anymore. It's Natavis Harris, N A T A V I S. Justin, what's your Instagram and Twitter? Uh, I'll give you the Twitter first. My name is Justin Brown, and also that's my actual Twitter handle. It's Justin underscore W underscore Brown, so it's actually my name. And for Instagram, you're going to actually love this because it's insane and kind of funny. It's called handsome underscore nerd. Handsome underscore nerd. Oh, Don't gosh. judge my lifestyle of social Good media choices. Night. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I feel like he got to hype man. himself up, man. Self confidence is key, kids. It is. Yeah, but, but go ahead. Though. But yeah, so all right. So the, again, the question that we're trying to understand is: at what point do we exactly do we let? At what point is it time to let somebody go? And so now we're not again. Yeah, I got my opinion about it. Of yeah. course, I can choose the most mature answer right now because I'm engaged. Right, I can choose the perfect answer for that. <laughs> okay, but. <laughs> Is so, but the thing is that I'm just talking about for those, you know, for the women out here, you know, who's probably listening, uh, who's probably in a place where it's like, man, I really want to know the answer to this. Like, yeah. w- at what point do guys really just let go of this stuff? Like, you know, at w- what point do they throw in the towel? So mm-hmm. let's let's try to answer that question just for the vast majority from from the, our understanding of guys. Okay. Now, Justin, you a good guy? I would I would think so. Right, I think I'm halfway decent. Right, yeah. and so being able to just kind of tap into the emotions of most guys that we know. Or we understand, you know, <laughs> yeah. at what point do you believe is a good time? Um, I would say, again, I'm, not, not, I'm, not, I'm trying not to put myself in the general category, even though it's going to happen anyway. Right. But I would say most guys should let go of an individual when there is no vested interest on the other, on, on the other party side. So when I say that, let's just say you go on three dates, right? Right. First date. Walking the park again. I'm just saying right. on, on a general sense. Walking the park, you have a good time, have a soda, whatever it is. Right. Second date, let's say you want to go downtown, dinner, movies, casual, but again, still it's a date. Right. Third date, go to the beach, have a beach day. You know, go shopping. Like you're actually spending a a decent amount of time together, and so you try to develop a rapport. Right. Now, after those three dates. If there's no type of chemistry or connection, you can drop it at give any it three point dates. in time. Three I would dates. say three dates. So I would say the span of time should be at least two to three weeks in, in the context of like having dates and like actually like seeing each other and actually communicating via text, uh, Instagram, uh, call, right. FaceTime, whatever it is. So, so let me ask you this. Yes. I actually got to comment on that, but I'm, I'm going to hold that thought. Again, this so, is... Go, go, ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So what about women? When do you feel like it's a good... Now, we can't necessarily answer this question and speak on behalf <laughs> of a yes, woman. Yes, and we can. But, <laughs> but what we're going to do is... we. All right, so I'm going to just ask this question, though. You know, this is just our opinion, so we may be wrong on this one. Mm-hmm. But when is a good time 
for a woman to let go. Are we talking? If you talking to a to, to a woman, yeah. when is a good time? Do you feel like it's for her to let go? So you just said within three days for a guy, we need. You know, we probably need to know whether or not we want to keep pursuing this. If we gonna keep pursuing it, we need to drop everybody I after would, three days. I would say the three days again. It's not a rule. I'm saying as how in general, right? But for a young lady to let go of the guy, honestly, after the first day, if they're not feeling it, because uh, naturally, I'm sorry. Let me, let me clarify. So I would say same same spectrum of time. So that two to three window, two to three window, two to three week window. Right. Holy Lord! All right, I'll say <laughs> that window, and also that two to three date threshold. Right. If there's no spark there, then they have all rights to just say, "Hey, you're cool as a friend." And I and I've been on that side where going on dates with young ladies and nothing there, nothing wrong with that. Hey, right. I, to this day, I have young ladies who I'm super cool with. But but it's nothing there, unfortunately. But how do you know when it's when it's when it's worth letting go? You know, do you feel like within three? If, if it causes you more angst and more of a headache, you should let it go like the song. Okay, so how do we know when a girl is really serious? You know, and I know I'm asking you a lot of questions. No, that's fine. I, I I love answering questions. Honestly, I think I have so, a response to that as well. But I would say to answer that that question, when to know when to let them go. It's it's simple, honestly. When I'm sorry, when 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 do you know that they're more interested in you rather by their actions? Cause a lot of times, young ladies they can say X, Y, and Z, and they'll try to align the words with their actions, but their actions will tell you everything you need to know. Right. I, I think there should be a generic rule, oh, and God, I, I think we should create this law on this podcast oh, right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. I think there should be a rule. Mm-hmm. That way, we can stray away. From uh, here's the political uh, correctness right now. Um, uh, yeah. Basically, we we want to stray away from having situations where we try to pursue somebody who's not very interested. And uh, that that's tough because because some women take that differently. You yeah. know, because what we talked now here's the elephant in the room. Now we talked about mm-hmm. sexual harassment and things like that previously yeah. before and all this other stuff. But technically. I've seen situations, and I'm not saying it all, people. I'm not mm. saying it all, but I've seen situations where sexual harassment is taking place, but it's not necessarily considered to be sexual harassment because it's the attention that you're seeking mm-hmm. from the guy that you actually like. Okay, now explain that more thoroughly. I got the concept, but what do you mean in this? Like in, okay. in the, in the, break it down. Yeah, break it down. Yeah. All right. So basically, what I'm saying is, like, if yeah. a girl, like, let's just say if. I uh, can't use me. I'm engaged, right? And so, all right. So basically, I'm, I'm so looking. If I'm right looking, <laughs> no. But all right, seriously, for the sake of the um, argument, I apologize yeah. to anybody that's listening and may be offended by anything I'm about to say in these next few minutes. But what I'm saying is, like, if I was w- walk up to uh, a young lady, you know, yeah. what I'm saying which I want because I'm engaged, right? I gotta say it with emphasis, right? So if I walked up to a lady and I was just trying yeah. to show her that I was interested, yeah. right? And I tell her like, I feel like you, um, you know, you look really nice or whatnot, you know, whatever it may be. She could really feel, you know, disgusted. What if I was looking at her across the room? I kind of tried to make eye contact and let her know I was interested. Whatever it may be. Yeah. All I'm saying is she could easily use that as a ter- as a means of saying that she felt like she was being uh, sexually harassed. Yeah. You know, somebody keeps staring at her. Somebody, you know, she feels like a guy is really actively pursuing her. And mm-hmm. whatever it may be. Yeah. What I'm saying is in, that, in those cases, I've seen different scenarios yes. where a guy was eyeing someone. And it's the attention that the girl was looking for. In this particular yeah. case, the girl smiled back. She said, hey, why you keep looking at me? She laughs about it, right? Yeah. It's almost a perfect scenario. So almost. how do we bridge that gap amongst men and women to yeah. make sure that some of those great area situations, yeah. we don't fall victimized of the Me Too movement. And I'm not trying to, you know, throw shade on the Me Too movement, but we don't fall fall, <laughs> fall victimized. And Bill Cosby, man, I feel, well... Should I touch that? No. Okay, let's stay away from that. No. Let's stay away from that. All right. So, but, but yeah, we, we yeah basically we want to see how we can stay away from being mm-hmm. in those type of scenarios. Yeah. Um. Now, I would say that the societal norms have changed drastically. Absolutely. Over the last, I, I'll say I'm so I'm 27, so I really noticed it. I'll say three years ago. Absolutely. And I say that because so to your whole club analogy of. You're in the club, bike, get yourself a drink. You see a girl you like. You see across the room. You say, "Hey, how you doing?" Again, relatively, relatively simplistic. You know, we've seen this this story before. Absolutely. But now, 
it can be perceived in a different light. And so I would say the societal norms of change, which, which in, in, I think honestly in its totality is a good thing because we want to take things more seriously, like like sexual abuse. Like we we should take things actually vitally seriously. But I think the only bad thing about it, and again, hear me out. I'm listening. Is that sometimes? And I'm actually actually to answer your question about how we can bridge that gap. Right. People do not know how to read body language. That that is so real. But 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 now here goes the elephant in the room. Go ahead, I'm listening. Go ahead. But in a court of law. Oh, sweet Jesus. Go ahead. We are expected to be able to be experts at that subject area. Uh, uh, again, not to that point. Like I said, me- I'm not saying there are not cases that yeah. that, that is serious. That there are serious problems. Because yeah. uh, again, I'm not I'm not looking down on anyone who's ever experienced any turmoil or anything like that. I 100 respect that. Right. Yeah. I, I want to make sure I say that. But even when we're looking at it for what it's worth. There are many times where we're in, and I'm just talking about on a one-on-one basis, yeah. where we're in a situation mm-hmm. where it's like, I just didn't know. In, in what context? Because I, I hear you, but what do you, what do you mean? Though? Exactly what you mean. It, it's, um, we, we were supposed to be... Mm, okay, this is an elephant in the room uh, right, conversation. Yeah, that's fine. We're we, uh, we here. We here. Mm, okay, I'm trying to see how to... Nah, okay, maybe I shouldn't say that. That's All fine. right. That's fine. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to hold off on that one. Because okay. it could be a touchy subject, and I don't know who I would be offended. But we're going to make sure that... I'm going to make sure I still cover the bases. So basically what I'm saying is there are situations that some people may classify something, again, as sexual harassment, yeah. rape, or uh, um, um, uh, sexual molestation. Well, no, sexual molestation is totally different. That's, that's way, totally way, different. Way different. Listen, you out of line if yeah. you're listening. You out of line. Yeah. But what I'm saying, yeah. so basically uh, certain sexual misconduct yes. um, is sometimes relative to who's ever telling the story. Ooh, that's, that's a good point because honestly a lot of times... Your telling or the retelling of a story can change somebody can change somebody's view and perspective of you. Absolutely. And, and, and I say Absolutely. that because from a guy's perspective, and again, to really shine a light on this in a positive way, sexual abuse not good. We, we got Absolutely. We got Absolutely. That. Absolutely. The the weird the weird thing about it, and I say this again to quote unquote defend guys for like a half second, is that a lot of times. It's the young lady's story, her perspective, which is true, and a lot of times it is the case. I don't want the I don't want it to be a case where a guy is being said for for example, let's just say something happened and a guy's accused of sexual abuse. Got it cool. Right. I don't want him to be vic or vilified when he like realistically has not done anything. Right. But again, that's that's a very small percentage though. Right, but that's, that's I, that's but I guess it's like because the the whole point of what I was saying was like sometimes we, and when I say we, I'm just putting myself in category uh, of many men, right? Of many men, well, all men, right? I'm just mm-hmm. trying to speak on behalf of men. But when we're in, let's just say you're in a situation where you just told somebody they look very nice today, right? I do, I do that all the time. Right. Yeah. But you might tell you look very nice today to the wrong person. And it's just the wrong day and at the wrong time. And now you're in a situation she was never interested in you. Yeah. She didn't like you like that. Yeah. I if mean, you were somebody else, it was it was perfect timing, right? Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is there's a gray area. Yeah. And we all need to be able to acknowledge the fact that there's a gray area. And that's the elephant in the room. There's a gray area. We're not yeah. everybody everybody's not always acknowledging that. And um again, it's not looking down on anybody who's going through these experiences. It just sometimes it's very difficult, I believe, sometimes to be able to interpret what's it, what's accepted and what's not accepted. And that's why I said that body language, like the to be understand, sorry, to be able to understand and read that is vital. But I don't speak that fluently. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. But when I stand in court, I'm supposed to be the, ex- uh, the, the, the expert. Yeah, but. I say that because a lot of times it works against guys, and also a lot of times it works against the women, unfortunately. Okay, okay. Because let's just say you have somebody who's going through sexual abuse in any facet. Right, right, right. There have been cases which I've read where the prosecutor or the judge said, hey, so by you wearing that perfume, you didn't know that was going to happen. Like, that was a very legitimate thing where these ladies, they're victimized. After the fact of being the victims, which is right, crazy, like right. that, that's a, that's a real, like a real thing. So 
again, to your point of that gray area, it goes on both sides of the spectrum. That guys, like I said, should be able to read, and also the ladies are then they're talked down to for for no reason. Okay, all right. So I do now. I do have a question about that. Though. Yo, up? <sighs> okay, so I do believe that there's again an elephant in the room when it comes to this. Yeah. I 100% believe that in a lot of cases, women can't find a way to be victimized uh, in situations and they can be blamed for things that they necessarily don't even need to be blamed for. Absolutely. Now, what I don't understand, Mm -hmm. and I've said this before, is that women have created industries off of lust. Alpha men lust. Whoo, man! Dude, ooh, I need to put my pen down. That was real. Am I not? I mean, that but it's was true. Hell, hell, real. Like seriously. women have created industries off of our lust, mm-hmm. right? And then when the moment gets hot, they look at you and say, "You got to have self control." Yes, and hear me out. Okay. So to that point of creating industries off of lust or a fixation on somebody due to their sexual nature or sexual proclivities. Absolutely. It's cool because they're hustling, they're making money for themselves by being being smart. Absolutely. And and understanding that, that guys may have this this nature or this mindset, okay, that hey, I like I like what I see, X, Y, and Z. But I will say honestly on the to kind of flip your point, again this this is not my honest perspective. Most guys should know to stop themselves. Right. They, they should. There's no, there's no in between on that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Let, we can talk about guys' account- accountability. Because yeah. I 100% agree with all of those points. I think that's fair. We do need to be accountable for our actions. Yeah. We need to make sure that we're respecting women. We need to make sure that when a woman says no, we honor that no. 100% across the board. Facts. I do not agree with sexual misconduct. You heard me say it first. Right? I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I believe in women empowerment. I'm 100% for it, right? Mm -hmm. And I believe that women should be respected and treated as human beings and not just a piece of meat or just somebody's sexual uh, um, piece of clay or whatever it may be, sex toy. Mm -hmm. I believe that women are, they they are equal just like everybody else. Simple as that. It's all about equality. Why treat women differently? And here's the thing. We got to be accountable for our actions. That's what I'm saying. I'm a proponent of equality in, in all facets. Like I said, we're two... African American males who work hard in a predominantly white society, so we right. we know that equality is a tough or a right. a tough mountain to climb, so to speak. Right. And so for ladies of all colors, all creeds and nationalities, all, all that, yeah, we know it's just as tough, not tougher sometimes. And so with that being said, I agree a thousand percent. Yes. So so, but still, the, I guess the again acknowledging the elephant in the room mm-hmm. is that. Again, we still because the reality doesn't change. True. We have a world where women have created industries based upon our lust, and, and I may be wrong. Maybe someone may argue me back and say, "Well, technically, it wasn't women. You don't know what you're talking about. It was men who created this." It's like if you want to make that argument, I apologize. Listen, shoot me. All right, I apologize. But I, we yeah, can definitely yeah. expand this subject further. All I'm saying is I'm just looking at what I understand from what I see from my vanishing point. So I may be wrong as as a as a male, you mm-hmm. know, and from what I see. But all I'm saying is from what I notice mm-hmm. is that there are industries that are based upon our lust. Yeah. Somebody is making thousands of dollars a night, thousands of dollars a night off of our lust. Just and if a girl or a woman, you know, uh, let me not say girl, but when it when it, if a woman were to walk into Lennox Mall. Mm-hmm. And uh, we talked about this before. Mm-hmm. If a woman were to walk into Lennox Mall half naked, first of all, why is she half naked in the first place? That's, that's you ask me because we need to put a dress code at Lennox. No, but wait, 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 wait now. But this is kind of take it back for a second. Okay, it, it, now, this is go left. Yeah, right. No, oh! not even that. Cause it's kind of open up a can of worms. Not even that because it's kind of going back against our point of equality. Yeah, that's uh, that's what I said. If I, they want to dress that way, they can dress I, that way. That's what I said. I open up a can. It's their choice. Right. It, it's their choice. Absolutely. Yeah. But, alright, so, to, to that point, though, is that even if I did see that, mm-hmm. now it becomes that much more difficult, you know what I'm saying, because uh, let's just say I did look. I won't, because I'm engaged! Right? That means that he probably has, but I digress. I digress. I digress. <laughs> but if, <laughs> if, 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 a, if, if a woman walks past and she's mm-hmm. half naked, mm-hmm. it's like, 
as a man, wouldn't you think that would catch my attention? I mean, I'll say this. Justin, you don't think that would catch your attention. Please disagree with me. No, no, no. Here's the thing. How half naked are we talking, first of all? Okay, so we walk into... All right, so um, if you ever... Like, if a guy... If men go to the strip club on the weekends, mm-hmm. right? And they make that into a thing. Yeah. They went to the strip club to see the girls... Some strip clubs, they don't even take off all of their clothes. True. Right. So they went to the strip club just to be able to see maybe somebody's breasts. Yeah. Maybe somebody's just just simple undergarments, right? And so what I'm saying is if a girl walks through the mall, she has a see-through shirt on. Okay. She has some shorts that almost rise up to, you know, the place where the sun don't shine. Okay. Right? Mm -hmm. And so all I'm saying is in that moment, what do you do? Do you just accept the fact? Okay, don't just uh, to answer your question. Don't sexualize it. Treat her as a regular customer in that context. No, it's not about a customer at this point. Okay, okay. okay. I'm saying just on a social level, you're in the mall. You see that walk past you. Do you look? If you tell me that you don't look, and I'm coming across <laughs> this. Thing, that, I'm about to say, look, don't stare. Like I, I really look, don't stare. I mean that genuinely because. Okay, obviously, if she's dressed that way and that she's feeling she's feeling that good, feeling, feeling that confident, I'm not the one to hate. I, I'm not the one to hate on that. So, are we making the argument that men should learn how to code switch? What, what you what you what you mean, big fella? From a social standpoint, we go to the strip club and the girl, you know, she walks around, you know, wherever it may be. Or we can just go to a club. Let's not say strip club, yeah. right? So we can go to a club mm. and a girl walks around um, and she looks very nice, right? Yeah. And whatever it may be. And we look at her and, and, and it's an environment where you do stare people down, right? Mm. But you go into the mall, it's a woman dressed the same as that way. And in this place, you say, oh, don't stare them down. Yeah. What I'm saying is that they all catch your attention. But I think with to, to, well to your point on both example from the club strip club mall again it, it goes back to body language but in a different way so I would say just reading this reading the scenario okay and, let, and, go, ahead, go, ahead, go ahead go ahead I'm sorry let let me just ask the question for a very clear clear point okay. just making sure we all on the same page and nobody's lost what I'm asking is mm-hmm. technically do you believe that it's fair. Now, when I say fair, mm-hmm. do you believe that it's fair for somebody to create an industry based off men lust? Yes, like I said, that's just, that's just being smart. That's absolutely smart. But when you become criticized mm-hmm. by your inability mm-hmm. to control your lust, I'm not advocating. You know, for yeah. saying, saying it should not be controlled. But when you're criticized as a man for not being able to control your lust, but technically, depending on how lustful you are, depends on how rich the industry is. And to that point, I would say, just to answer this in its totality, should God be, should be smarter? Yes. Because it's a case by case basis because everybody is different. It, honestly, it, Everybody's different. I, no, I want to send agree. Yeah. But what, now we're going back to the court. So we're bringing everything full circle. Okay. So when we go back to court, what I'm saying is if, if I can't read body language, mm-hmm. if I can't, yeah. that's, not my, that's not my state of expertise. If I can't, Justin, what, what, what did I do with that? What I'm saying is I'm expected to be in the court of law uh-huh. more mature yeah. than whatever situation we're facing. Mm-hmm. So if it was a situation I was in Lennox Mall or if I was at work, let's just say work. That's probably yeah. the most common place yeah. that we see a lot of sexual harassment type of issues. Um, and I'm not talking about extreme cases because we know, again, like I said, I, I don't agree with this stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. But if I was I'm, I'm just bringing out the elephant. That's all I'm doing. Okay. Acknowledging what we don't talk about. But so if I was in a place where I was at work mm-hmm. and I seen a lady and let's just say she was built nice. Okay. And uh meaning she had the figure of a goddess. Right? First of all, if she's there, like why is she there in the first place? Very well, I can work in a place with, with goddesses. I agree, but even though I don't want to be there. Because I'm married. Oh well, engaged. Engaged. That's I mean, I'm look, engaged. I mean you're you're getting marriage married. on the way. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. 
But what I'm saying is, so she's she she's a goddess, right? Mm-hmm. Well, she's she's beautiful by any man's standards. Let's just put it like okay. that. So if she walks in to work and you see her on a day to day basis and you really like her, you're very interested. You don't know the right words to say. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just look at her and you want words to come out, but you just can't find the words. I'm being so romantic and very nice right First now. Of all, you know, like, who, who have you met in your lifetime? I, had you speechless? I met my fiance. You know what? All right, let's keep. I, it going. I give you that. That's, that's fair. Cool. That's fair. That's fair. So if you met somebody to this caliber, you know, mm-hmm. and, and so she looks really nice, mm-hmm. very mannerable, very respectful, all of the above. Okay. All I'm saying is, like, when you get to a certain point, you try to pursue her, and she already got this thing about you where she feels like you're a creep. You know, she's seen you. She knows that you let it go. You absolute no absolute. But what I'm saying is, if she labels that as you are sexually har- harassing her, uh-huh. let's just say you didn't catch the sign. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got you. You didn't catch the sign that she felt some type of way. Only thing in your world is you just feel like, okay, I'm just waiting on the right opportunity. Maybe she's alone now. Let me see if I can go over there. You try to go over there and it's like, ah, I can't do it right now. And so you go back to your seat, you sit back down. Mm-hmm. Then eventually you get to a place. And women don't know, but men sometimes we go through this thing, right? But you finally get to a place and you say, you know what? I'm just going for it. Hey, how you doing? Mm-hmm. And she's just like, hey, how's it going? Um, and, you know, but eventually she kind of brushes you off, keeps life moving. But she felt a little uncomfortable around your presence. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is when you in that situation and you're facing your boss and somebody uh, says, hey, uh, Ashley felt uncomfortable mm-hmm. with the way you approached her. And it's just what do you do? Now, of course, there's more details in this story, of course, by how the conversation probably went. Yeah. You know, he probably com- complimented her or whatever. Maybe you're very mm-hmm. beautiful. You know, I want to know if I-, I can take you. But let's just say the boss come up to you and say, listen, you know, Ashley felt very uncomfortable with that. Yeah. What I'm saying is in that very moment, you was expected to know what uncomfortable was supposed to be. Again, I'm going to say this for the 19th time. Again, you may not be a a master's in body language, but that course should be taught. Because seriously... That's what... Alright, so that's, that's why we resolve the issue. Do. That's yeah. how we resolve the issue. Yeah. And that is a cool college course. First of all... That would be dope. Tell me it wouldn't be. No, no, I agree. I'm just saying... Come on, man. We gotta find somebody that actually teach it well. <laughs> yeah, that, that is true. And also to... It would have to be a woman, though. It would have to be a woman true. to teach that course. And also, I would say, just in, in hindsight, before the example of going to court or whatever... Or actually, before we get to that point, when I say court, it's just not, being being not, faced with yeah a judgment, so to speak. A judgment, yeah. And I would say just before all, any judgment or anything like that in that context, I would say learn from the story you see in the in the news every day. Absolutely. And that's how you can adjust yourself to be more responsible, more knowledgeable as well. Absolutely. And that's Absolutely. how we can kind of bridge that gap by understanding that we have information out as clear as day from. Social media, regular news sites, online. We need to teach it more. It should be, and not, not even just, it should be understood what not to do because okay, these are absolutely. the consequences of your action from. But from both ends, though. Yeah. From women and men, because that way we know how to. We we can't say we was never taught. Mm-hmm. That that would be the most positive thing, and I think from a social aspect, nobody teaches you how to talk to a woman, right? You learn over time. Yeah, it's it's that not that that is a learnt trait without question. Right, and th- and that's what I'm saying. So even from women, nobody teaches you. Well, I guess they don't have to actually approach it, approach a man, but you do learn life experiences over the course of time. But men, we we kind of go through that phase where we gotta learn how to actually approach you in a way. I I never forget mm-hmm. there was this one situation. I'm gonna say this out loud, and I say exactly where it happened. That too. So one day I never forget. I was at church. Okay. And um, I was doing a uh, man. What was it called? Um, uh, vacation Bible school. So we spent one week okay. at church, just in case somebody don't go. Yeah. But so we went. Um, and when I say one week, it's just we go once a day. Um, uh, during a week in the summer. But I went to vacation Bible school, and this young lady looks at me, mm-hmm. and I look at her. Okay. Well, okay, let's say she didn't look at me. I looked at her. <laughs> okay. And I thought she was very attractive. I thought she was cool. She was Also, how old were you by, by, by chance? Uh, I was in high school. Okay. Cool. I was in high school. Um, and uh but yeah, so when I went I, I seen her and I walked up to her. I, I believe I was maybe ninth grade, maybe. I don't. Know. Okay. But um maybe 8th. I don't remember. 8th or ninth. But I just remember I walked up to her and I said, "Hey, uh, you know, how you doing?" I said, "If you don't mind, you know, uh if I can have your, you know, can I have your number, please? Right. Mm-hmm. And so she looked at me. And she said, "Please," and laughed in my face. 
Hey, if that's your first sense of rejection, good lord, that is tough. Absolutely. That but is tough. what does that do to a man's mental at that moment? You know, now the next time you talk to a girl, it's like, now you got this on your conscience, like, uh, you want to be cognizant of these things. Like, man, maybe I shouldn't say please this time. You know, maybe I should just say, <laughs> hey, how you doing? You know, it, it, it becomes difficult, man. That's all I'm saying. It becomes difficult. It definitely can be a, a task, so to speak, because right, right. you don't want to, I guess, Interfere with your your growth as a person, right? Or you, you shot my eyes. Sorry, let me let me clarify. You don't want that to interfere with your growth, right? But you got to learn from it to be stronger and be more resilient, and then not let it phase you to the point where it's gonna really cripple your confidence, right? Because that that because again, as we talked about just thoroughly, confidence is key for a large amount of things. This man. man is amazing. All right, we're talking about Carlos Stan right now. He just hit oh two God. home runs. <laughs> oh, also, also, just for context, um, I played baseball here at Savannah State. Tavis played baseball like his whole life. Right. And also, we were teammates last year. Two yeah, years? At last year. Last yeah, last year. year. Yeah, man. So yeah, but uh, but but back to the conversation though. Try not to let things get to you too much, and then again, as you get older, you learn that some things aren't. That serious, absolutely. Honestly, especially absolutely. at fourteen, fifteen, high school. I mean, honestly, it's, it still shapes and molds you. Don't do not get me wrong. I would say it's probably the most vital part of some, a young person's life. Absolutely, high school or those uh, middle to older adolescent uh, years. Right. But with that being said, just try to learn, grow, and be better. Right. I, I also have in my mental notes here, uh, and it's just going back to something we was talking about earlier mm-hmm. we're talking about you know women you know in a lot of cases they do want to know why do men cheat you know yeah they want to have an answer to that question or how does a man you know actually commit and so and i guess it is a good time to ask i mean we're talking to a guy that's single right now and mm-hmm. we're talking to a guy uh that's engaged mm-hmm. and so it's probably the best median that you can actually have you know um amongst the people in the room I mean, it's, it's but different perspectives, yeah. Yeah, different, different perspectives, right? But basically, being, um, I want to go back to a comment that you kind of made. Hopefully, I can remember it in his exact words. Uh-huh. But when we were talking about how, well, I was giving you an analogy of just the long list. You went through a long list of rejections. I kind of yeah, stopped yeah. that girl number three. Yeah. But you went through several rejections. So it kind of ties in my last statement. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, I was only in eighth grade or ninth grade or wherever it may be. But obviously I was mature enough at the time to be able to see, like, man, this kind of hurts. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you, a girl laughing in your face. Like, what does that do to your confidence, right? But all mm-hmm. I'm saying is, like, so basically if you continuously get rejected, 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 rejected. Mm-hmm. How do you think, you know, um, I guess in my opinion, I believe a lot of guys, they don't respond to that very well. I, and, and you can't. And so when we start talking about maturity, that's kind of that's kind of how we got on the subject area of sexual misconduct, even though it's not one in the same. They're not mutually exclusive. Yeah. But the, how we got on that subject is like we're you know, a lot of times we're we're meant to be more mature mm-hmm. than we may actually be or we're expected to be more mature. Right. You should be. Yeah. We should be. And so everybody has a different maturity level. Yeah. And so everybody perceives and receives rejection differently. Yes. And able to move forward differently. Mm-hmm. And so what I'm saying is like in a lot of cases when we look at this long list of rejection, 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 mm-hmm. we finally have to get to a place uh, where you have to be willing. And I think this is where the cheating comes in, but after you go through that series of rejections before I even get to that point about we have to be willing yeah. but once we go through that series of rejection uh, you the girl that's standing in line or the girl that you know you hoping to get to next or that you had your eye on next or a girl that may come into your peripheral you know over the course of time it may be that much more difficult for you yeah it could, it could be because of the simple fact that depending on how you interpret it all your rejections will decipher and determine how you receive the girl in the peripheral. Yeah. You may have been hurt so bad that it's like, man, I can't even take another rejection. It's just like, if anything, I'm going to try to keep this girl as a friend and see where this relationship goes. And I, I, I'm just speaking from a... I'm not going to lie. This is like so triggering right now. I'm like, oh, man, I just had a flashback. Like, oh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but, I mean, but does it sound accurate, though? Is, yeah. yeah. But that, that's kind of what I'm saying. So that, I guess just to answer that question to make sure we didn't leave anybody on a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. That's why a lot of times we have those type of situations. Now, don't get me wrong. When we find the one that we want, we know it. Oh yeah, oh, without question. without question. Yes, but 
and I almost uh, we might have to take this conversation to almost next time or an episode down the line. Yeah. But it's almost like we got to be in a situation where we have to get the offer that we can't refuse. I would say that's that's pretty accurate. If the young lady you're dealing with or would like to deal with, if she has all the characteristics, all the qualities, all the nuance, so right. to speak, that you like. So on the surface level, hey, my sign that deal real quick, y'all. On the surface level, so we got a few uh, few more minutes. We, I'm gonna ask you this question on the surface level. Yeah. What can someone do for you or to you? Not to you, like literally, just uh, yeah. come on. <laughs> I was like, I was about to go. Okay. <laughs> but what, I'm, uh, what, what what can a girl show you? A woman show you? What can a woman show you in order to get you to ignore what I'm? And I'm not saying that you don't do it yeah, now. Yeah. That's about that's a maturity thing, right? But from a guy, you know, just from a typical guy, right? Mm-hmm. When I say typical, meaning if you see a girl in your peripheral and you've been through a series of rejections, you might have a girl that's decent in front of you, but it's like, eh, let me try to get this friend. So what I'm saying is, all right, what can a girl show you? Let's just say you got this girl's number. Mm-hmm. There's a girl in per, in your peripheral. What can a girl that you you just the girl's number that you just got, the girl number that you're involved with? What can she show you? To make everybody else in the world irrelevant. It's for me. It's it's relatively straightforward. I know every everybody's different. Every guy is different. For me, it's consistent consistency in your word. So, in other words, be honest. Like if you say you're gonna do X, Y, and Z, just do X, Y, and Z. And so I say that because consistency in your word it goes a long it goes a long way. It shows that you can be real and honest. I got a problem with this statement, Justin. Uh, go, come on, I'm, I'm here. I got a problem. What, what's problem. This is why this is elephant in the room, baby. Oh, go Listen, ahead. I got a problem. With, so, so what if some, another woman walks up to you? Oh, come on, I really... No, no, no I'm, I'm just... Well, with the girl in your yeah. periphery. Uh-huh. The woman in your periphery. Yes. She seems to be honest. Seems to be. What, what, what I'm saying... Remember, yes. you gave me a three-week window. Yeah, okay. So true. we don't know anybody for sure anyway. Yeah, that's true. But I'm saying based upon the qualifications mm-hmm. to make you drop everything around you. Mm-hmm. If it's just based upon those things that you just said. But that, but there are plenty of people that uh, can probably take this girl place. How do you narrow the gap? That's what I'm saying. Narrow the gap to say, you know what? Shoot, this girl is not worth it. I would never even get this person my attention. I'm not looking this way. That uh, uh, I can't do it. Now what I'm saying, what what offer on the table? Let's talk about this offer. We got a few more minutes right now. Yeah, right. What offer on the table changes your perspective? Okay. Talk to me. That was just one of the qualities. One of the qualities. That's saying. So like honestly, it's just one. The other two. What does the contract look like? That's the best way. To okay, put it. the contract looks like this. Like, I, I'll I'll streamline the process. The contract is honesty, loyalty, and the willingness to accept me for who I am. Is right. that is that straightforward? And 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 what else do you believe they need to? You know, be able to bring to the table far as in them says. What what do you need to see in them? Be to be educated, to be So you gotta have an educated woman. Get educated and then also be driven to be to be driven to really make something of yourself in their career paths. Like if you're if you're just stagnant, okay, that's fine for a moment, but you have no actual ambition or goals beyond that, right? That is trash. Right. Like USDA certified trash. Right. And so yeah, I'm just being honest. And so, so have a driven mindset or a mindset that you have drive to really excel at your craft and to be the best at your craft. Acknowledge me, respect me as an individual for what I'm trying to do and I, and how I'm trying to build myself up. And can you build with me? Absolutely. Okay. So yeah, because because there may be some women who have those traits, but. They are very on and off. They're not consistent. They're not consistent. That's, that's what I say that. that so really, you're looking for that consistency. Yes, you're that, for that's it. a big thing, honestly. And do you believe that you can figure that out within a three day process? Three day, no. no it, but, but see, I, that's I why think, it's important. That's, I think uh, again, as as the general quote unquote rule I made up an hour ago, whatever it was, that was just as a to try to get to know them. Right. To. To really get to know them further, it's gonna take a much longer period of time. But you gotta. Be, but but you said you would drop them off. Now I'm not. I'm I'm not trying but, to but nitpick at you. No, that's fine. But mind you, the three days. That's just a parameter because you should be able to know if you like somebody after three days. Right. Because if you like them, then you can actually. Get, hey, I want to get to know you more. Right. Because again, that that three day that that time period parameter is still valid because if you don't like somebody, they don't like you. You can just drop them. It's like I said, that, right. that, that but, also okay. is in play. So so the way I look at it yeah. is 
I do have a set of um, uh, of 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 requirements. Uh, you know that, like I said, it's almost like getting an offer that you can't refuse. And sometimes the offer is so good that it's like, man, listen, I would marry this girl today, right? Oh yeah. yeah I, I, but of course, from a logical standpoint, we yeah. won't do that. But I'm already engaged. This but man. I'm saying, so I already made sure that it was known. <laughs> yeah. I just try to be mature about that thing and not be so trigger happy. That's all. That's all. Yeah. But she know what's coming, right? Yeah. But here, it, what, what I'm saying is, so eventually you get this offer you can't refuse. And so what I'm yeah. saying is, so what, what a contract looks like to me, mm-hmm. and I'm going to be a little bit more detailed with it. Okay. And the reason why, because I got to narrow the scope. I have to. Yeah. And, and the reason why I got to do this, the more broad it is, mm-hmm. it becomes easier for somebody else to slip in. Robert Irie, um, right now, uh, he's doing um, a lot of podcast work himself, mm-hmm. and so he's just in this place where um, he, he 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 just on another level, man. Like he's very wise, but he gave me um, he he has the one cent podcast. By the way, I just want to make sure I give him that shout out. But what he said to me was, he said the reason why he don't cheat, and we can talk about this as well. You know, the reason why he don't cheat is because. Um, somebody gave him an analogy, so it's almost like this. This information is passed down from generation to generation. So when we, uh, he said that he looked at, uh, he, he said there was an analogy about a dog, and the dog went to the pond, and when the dog got to the pond, the dog had a bone in his mouth, and mm-hmm. the dog looked in the pond and and it looked into the water, and noticed that there was a bone, mm-hmm. and the bone looked bigger, the bone looked better, mm-hmm. so the dog dropped his bone to try to get the larger bone. And he didn't realize that the bone that he was chasing after was the bone that he already had. Okay. It was just a reflection. Yeah. And so what I'm saying is, so when I go detail for detail with this thing here, I'm just trying to let you know and let you be able to see, you know, uh, like, I got to narrow this gap, you know, because that way this, uh, I never get confused when I walk up to that lake, that pond or whatever it may be. But what I'm saying, so what I look for though, mm-hmm. It's just me, and I know somebody's like, who gonna meet your requirements? You too picky. First of all, I'm engaged, baby. Listen. That is funny. So <laughs> I look for somebody that is very ambitious. Mm-hmm. Ambition is very attractive to me. Um, I look at someone who is more focused on themselves than they are with me. Hmm. Okay. Absolutely. And the reason why I say that is one day I, all of our worlds will slow down. But I'm more impressed with a woman that is investing in herself than what she can actually invest into me. Okay. Now, don't get me wrong. Of course, I'll be able to reap the benefits by being a part of her, you know, by being her man uh, as in boyfriend or engagement or fiance, if, fiance. you know, fiance <laughs> uh, or, or being married. You know what I'm saying? But, of course, we, we still looking at this thing where... um. I, I need somebody that that that's just very highly intelligent. You know, I'm looking for that. Yeah. I'm looking for someone that can be there for me, be a rider, that can um, care about me, uh, of course, all those type of things. And I I know the next question is, man, how can you figure this out within a couple of days? You <laughs> know, but I guess it's it's just to seeing how focused she is. Sometimes, and maybe that's the thing. It's like you want the girl that don't want you type of thing. Like, oh, who's, Ooh, that, that boy, I felt that. Yeah, I man, that, it's yeah. like you want. So it's like she's so busy and she's so ambitious. She's doing her thing, mm-hmm. but that's what attracts me, right? I got a few girls in mind right now. Yeah. Like, you know, shout to them for real. <laughs> and so, but I, I like to see somebody that's in her. That I like. I like to see a woman in her zone, right, doing her own thing. Who's mm-hmm. bossing up? I want to see a woman touch the world. That's what I want to see. Okay. And so, whoever puts, whoever can bring that to me, that's the one that that you know that, that I find to be most profitable uh, and more most engaging. <laughs> Play on words, and um, wow. the one that's going to catch you me. You are trash. Yeah. Wow, really? Yeah, and, um, okay. and and more fruitful in a relationship. And I know somebody might look profitable, mm-hmm. but I'm looking at it from a sense of like not in terms of money or financials, but mm-hmm. profitable as in just how can you contribute to me, uh, my kids, yeah. if we ever have kids, you know, uh, all of that. I want. I'm thinking about the future. So some, I've realized that some people look good for the moment. True. Not just physical wise, because physical always changes. But some people look good for the moment, credential wise. But those credentials don't last forever, brother. Because they don't last forever. Don't no, no. That's all I'm saying. Somebody had a hot streak, but 
but it don't last forever. Well, and, and this is an example. Yeah. Like pledging. Yes. Somebody may pledge in college, and all of a sudden, every girl in the world is like, oh, my gosh, I love him. I love him. Man. But it's cool. You can love him. Let me tell you something real quick. Like, again, I'm not a part of a, a divine nine fraternity. I'm part of a uh, business fraternity. Uh, Delta Sigma Pi, you know what I'm saying? Oh, Put a plug. Gosh. EFP. No. We out here. Ah, gang, gang. Man. No, with, that being, <laughs> no, seriously, with that being said, no. Uh, we both noticed this, young, this individual. He pledged on Alpha Phi Alpha about a year ago. Super cool guy. Really nice. But respectful, like he's everything that you would want right. to be in a in a, in a person. Right. At, not 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 to put him out there because, like I said, everybody doesn't doesn't know him necessarily. But he had a girl, like they were they're on off. I can say that they're on off. Right. It was none bad. But within a week or two of him pledging, and again he told me this because I so I can say it relatively covertly. Right. That he had girls. Um, I don't want to say left and right, but I'm gonna say uh, north, south, east, and west. Trying, uh, <laughs> trying to uh, trying to holler at, at your boy, I was like, "Whoa!" Like this the game is- changed for him. All yeah. of a sudden, you become that much more attractive. And all I'm in the point that I'm raising is that's clout. First of all, that word is trash, but I understand. That's all it is. Yeah. It's clout. That's real. You you were hot. You know, you become hot for a moment, and all of a sudden, other things in life would eventually start to matter again. I, that's yeah. that's all I'm saying. Like real life kicks in, right? And now you're just a regular guy. There are many environments where whatever letter you're wearing is not necessarily what letters that you wear yeah. is not as relevant. And but like I said, you know, so like when we look at you know women or and this women that's you know who look at men, just like we're talking about this same thing, Justin. This same concept. We have to. We got to understand that this. What are we looking at? It may not last forever. It may not last forever, bro. I mean, and and to that point, it it's definitely not gonna last forever because things are fleeting. They can be temporary. They can be here, here, and then Today gone, and then gone, man. They don't last forever. So you gotta find somebody that you feel like is gonna get hot and stay hot. You know, who's gonna be there and be supportive, uh, and you know, who's gonna ride or die for you. And you know, in a couple of seconds, you might be able to defer- determine it. But of course, over time, that's when you test that um, that philosophy, that uh, hypothesis. So, mm-hmm. yeah, man, that that that's the, that's my last. That that's that's the way I look at this thing, man. Yeah, I, I just. You know, we we gotta make sure as a community that we all look at each other and hold each other accountable for those things of that consistency aspect. So I appreciate yeah. that 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 little word of wisdom there. I but mean, that's the elephant in the room, though. It I is. Mean, it I is. mean, it's here. It was um, raising its trunk a little bit everywhere. <laughs> it, was, it was getting crazy. Absolutely. But it was honestly, it was a lot of fun. Like I've said, this genuinely. It was a, a outstanding conversation. Again, I believe that we're two relatively intelligent uh, individuals. Good looking guys, I'm saying we out here game. <laughs> and so we just just giving our perspective on just different topics in life, different um uncomfortable topics and just things that people don't always talk about. Yeah. And that's and that's the quote unquote elephant in the room. But again, exactly. We're open to engage in any form, any facet, any capacity. So yeah. Absolutely. And if you have any subject area that you guys want to talk about, please feel free uh, again to contact me at Natavis Harris, N-A-T-A-V-I-S-H-A-R-R-I-S. That is my first and my last name. Just go ahead and DM me on Instagram. That's probably the most preferred place to contact me. I do have a Facebook as well. It's the same thing. Obviously, it's my first and last name. And Justin, you have a Twitter. Well, I have a Twitter as well. That's Natavis EH. I never use it. So you contact me on there. You would never get a response from me. All right. But Justin, go ahead. Um, I, I do a little semi-shameless plug as well. So yeah, I'm back on Twitter. I took a hiatus for years. But I'm actually back now probably about a month ago. So... Find me on there at Justin underscore W underscore Brown. It's just my name. On Instagram, it's handsome underscore nerd. Again, I know it's different. I get it. But that's my name there. And Facebook is just Justin Brown. So my actual name. So yeah. Absolutely. All right. I really appreciate you guys on today. This is season one, episode one. This is our pilot episode. I'm just so happy that everybody was able to listen. So thank you for everybody who's supporting at the very moment in time. We're going to continue to move this thing forward. Uh, Again, listen, we just acknowledging the elephant in the room. So don't feel offended, baby. Listen, we're just doing our thing. All right. Appreciate this. And we love y'all. Peace.